If you love the idea of mindful eating and healthy living, join me, Izal Hoffman, lifestyle chef, food editor and author, as we explore ways of achieving health and balance. Welcome to yet another episode. This week, it's about entrepreneurship and the mindfulness thereof. Now, according to a 2021 study by MasterCard, 90% of the women who lost their jobs during the pandemic never came back to work. Along with this shocking finding, research continues to point us to a view that global economic recovery depends on women entrepreneurs. In fact, a McKinsey Global Institute report says that $12 trillion could be added to the global economy of 2025 by advancing women's equality. Now, while the global picture has been painted locally, we are told that 90% economic activity in South Africa will be driven by entrepreneurship by the year 2030. So, should we all be considering entrepreneurship in South Africa and perhaps more women? Now, whether recovering from a job loss or taking the brave step to follow your passion, what do we need to be mindful of when venturing into entrepreneurship? Now, I'm joined by two of the dynamic trio of women who run a sustainability agency called Power Africa. Now, they have cracked the solution for female entrepreneurs who are struggling with conventional funding solutions. Alessima Mwanga and Joy Sibanyoni, welcome to Mind for Living. Awesome. Welcome. We're so happy to be here. I'm so happy to have you ladies. Clearly there's lots to talk about and I'm dying to find out more about what you stand for and, you know, this amazing initiative. But let's start with first things first. What does Mindful Living mean to you and where did your journey start, Lesimo? Thank you, Lizelle. Thank you so much for having us. It's a wonderful opportunity to be here and share some of our journey, insights, inspiration, hopefully, that your audience will gain from this. To answer your question, the journey has been so long. Um, I think for me, I'll start with the mindfulness aspect of this journey is that you need to really know who you are as a person um, and understand what values you stand for. And when you know those three or two core values for me, um, you're able to then attract the kind of work that you'd like to work with and the kind of people you want in your business. And I think that has been the corner center of my journey, which is how I ended up meeting my business partner, Joy. Um, I think because we share similar values, as you'll probably hear throughout these conversations, is that we share a common vision we share common values. And I think those are some of the things that a lot of people kind of miscalculate or they don't find as really important, Mm -hmm. but it can make or break your business or your journey. Well, first of all, I just love Joy's name. I mean, she is radiating joy and sunshine and positive energy. And uh, Joy, what does Mindful Living mean to you? Sure. Thank you so much. Um, As Adesimo shared, thank you so much for the opportunity. Um, I think for me, the biggest thing is purpose fueled by passion. And in mindfulness, one of the key things is understanding what you want to do, where the difference is that you can add um, in whatever context you find yourself in and going fully passionate with that. So for me, mindfulness is so much more than just the way that you think or the way that you operate, but it's really doing it with so much passion. Now the evidence is there. Female entrepreneurship is going to play a significant part in re-energizing the global economy. Now on the other hand, back at home, we have the highest SMME failure rate in the world. Mm -hmm. What is the missing ingredient that entrepreneurs are not being mindful of? 
So there's many elements to this, right? I think one of the core things a lot of um, small businesses would say is access to funding. That's the favorite challenge (laughs) that everybody has, but there's more to that. Um, You can have access to money and not have access to markets. Um, You can have access to money and not have the right team. You can Teamwork have, makes the dream work, exactly. right? <laughs> um, yes. And so I think there's many elements that lead to the challenges of failure, but um, market access is definitely one of the core challenges and the fact that a lot of people don't actually have the business acumen to um, successfully run a business because there's no mm-hmm. template really. And some of us are first-generation entrepreneurs, so mm-hmm. that's where I would, I would start with. Yeah, and uh, for listeners out there, Joy, power, what does it mean? Because to me, it sounds like power, but mm. I mean, obviously, it's P-A-W-A, right? Not P-O-W-E-R. Yes, I think it's just a play on the word power. Mm-hmm. Um, what we're really about is making a difference in the different areas and the projects that we work with. Um, we love collaboration, and we know that whenever we choose clients to work with um, or the projects that we're working on, we want to make sure that it's making a sustainable difference within those environments. So the three key areas that we focus on is women, youth and entrepreneurship and we're about creating those channels and also communities mm-hmm. where the impactful change that is required to see real transformation is actually taking place. I think one of the things about our team that drives us is also doing the work. So power is all about putting the work behind what needs to be done um, and seeing the results that's going to end up basically benefiting our community and our entire country and world in the end. I absolutely love that. It's like, you know, from a chef perspective, you know, I always say, don't just give someone a fish. You need to teach them how to fish. Absolutely. Because then the sustainability element is there, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I think you ladies are doing an absolutely phenomenal job. Mm -hmm. Now, as female entrepreneurs yourselves, are there any unique challenges you have faced in relation to the picture you are painting? And how have you practically overcome these? Sure. I think one of the things about um, the program that we're going to be sharing or the initiative with Afawa called Fund Her, which we're very intentional about naming, is the fact that sometimes the community isn't necessarily there or the channel to access funding isn't necessarily there. But a big part of it is also access to information. And that's what we're also about. So when I think about it, really, um, some of the challenges that we have experienced is just seeing a template of people who've actually walked this path of success, but not seeing the end result. So what I'm really looking forward to is seeing the stories of the people that come out of this initiative that we're working on. So personally for us, we've had a lot of challenges um, throughout our entrepreneurial journey, whether it's figuring out how to invoice clients, figuring out how to manage our resources, manage our um, cash flow, also um, how to work with different partners, how to manage a team. Um, so there's a lot that we can actually mention, but that's just the main. Um, I see so there's to, this br- big smile on Lisa's Because face. she knows, she absolutely knows. She knows. Yeah, but channel and community, um, yeah. it's so important that you have both of those. Yeah. Okay, and you want to add something to do that, Elizabeth? I see you dying to say something there. Yeah, I <laughs> I think one of the things that women struggle with because on the topic of mindfulness is the imposter syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. We often don't realize the power that we have within ourselves. We actually are doing the work and mm. you still feel like you're not good enough. You still feel like you're not 
um, in the right place and you don't deserve what good is coming to you. But yeah. let's just pause there for a second. How do you deal with that? You know, <laughs> because so often people, you know, from an outside perspective, they look so mm. confident in mm. what they do mm. and they look like they are living their best lives and their jobs. But yes, even the most confident people at time mm. can doubt themselves. And you two ladies are very confident and you stand for something. But how do you deal with that that self-doubt sometimes? Right. I think fortunately I have a a, a partner in crime <laughs> that kind of someone that has you yeah, back, right? Yeah, and yeah. is my cheerleader at moments where I feel like I can't do this. Mm. Um, so it's also practice. You have to just put yourself out there and continuously do it until you get comfortable with it. Because unfortunately, if you want to succeed in this life, you just have to put yourself out there. Mm. It's like dating. Um, if you want to find the right sure. partner, and we started speed dating. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> I, just, I just feel like you need to attach it to something that women all understand. So yeah. it's kind of like that. You kiss a lot of frogs and then you get a prince. <laughs> Pretty much how you kiss a lot of frogs, yeah. <laughs> it's like that. I think it was Gary Play that actually once said, you know, people said to him, Are oh, you just lucky? Mm. You know, with obviously uh, all the tournaments and stuff you want. And he said, Well, the more you practice, the luckier you get, you yeah, know. Exactly. And I think it's pretty much mm. comes down to the same thing there. Yeah. yeah. I think one of the things about imposter syndrome as well is it'll tell you that you're not doing a certain thing when mm. you're already doing it. So the fear will try to actually pull you back. Yeah. But you're already doing that specific thing. Um, something that we always talk about is that comparison is also the thief of joy. So we look at different examples of people who are making a difference wherever they're working in. And then what we do is we look at what are the lessons we can learn. So then this voice of imposter syndrome doesn't speak as loud because you're not looking at it as a, I'm lacking, but instead of, I can learn from that next person. Oh, I love that. Mm. It's, it's often like, you know, I, I used to do a lot of talks at schools and stuff like that, you know, especially when it lacks confidence and, you know, kids can be insecure. And I always used to say to them, but we all have a unique fingerprint, mm. right? And you can strive to be like someone mm. and try your best to copy that person from hairstyle, shoes, what they wear, how they talk. But at the end of the day, you're never going to be a 100% copy of someone. Mm. You can only be a 100% original of who you are. Absolutely. And I do believe if we all have a unique fingerprint, we all have a unique purpose mm. in this life. And, mm. I, and I really, I can see that's what the two of you are standing for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now let's talk about technical and practical aspects here. So how does Akiba work? First of all, you're going to have to tell me what Akiba is, right? And then we're going to have to talk about how does it work and where can women in fact sign up for this? Perfect. So Akiba is a fintech platform. So for those who are not familiar with what fintech is, it's a financial technology platform. And what it does is it's like a marketplace similar to like an e-commerce platform where it connects borrowers to lenders. What they do, though, is that they provide SMEs with the opportunity to be able to improve their behavioral patterns and traits to be able to get a credit scoring based on their actual business. Because what we do know is that oftentimes businesses that look for funding are assessed on their personal credit records. Mm -hmm. What people are mostly familiar with is the TransUnion, et cetera, because that's where most traditional banks um, assess your credit record score and your ability to access credit essentially. So a lot of the times you'll find that even if businesses have a cash flow positive in their business and they're making money, they may not still be able to get access to credit because of their personal credit lending habits. 
Do yeah. you want to add something to that? Yeah, I think the main thing is where people can apply for um, this kind of opportunity. Yeah. Um, so we have our splash page available for all the information that everyone's looking for in terms of criteria, um, in terms of frequently asked questions. You can go to www.fundher.powerafrica.com and that's power with A-P-A-W-A. Now, let's talk about some highlights for 2022 so far. Sure. How, how's this year been going for you, ladies? Good, great, average, phenomenal? Wow. I mean, by the, by the, the size of the smiles, I think it's going to be exceptional, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, well, we've been actually operating since 2020, I could say, um, when we got our first big break, I can put it that way, um, with the flagship program that we're working on. So it's specifically a program that works within the youth space called All for Youth. Since 2020, we actually hadn't taken a break because that's the life of being an entrepreneur. Often what ends up happening is you are the person who is doing the implementation, you're doing the strategy, you're doing the technical work um, or the tactical work as well. Um, So it's go, go, go. And for this year, I think this year was actually the first time that we've actually taken a proper break. Um, But there's also been a lot of more opportunities that have come with working with different clients, meeting new stakeholders. So it's been a big growth year for us. And I think that's why we have so many big smiles on our faces. um, Because we can't actually believe that we get to do what it is that we do every day. So you're in that moment of don't pinch me, right? Yes. I'm, I'm going to wake up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. But now next I'm going to ask, you know, self-care, self-love mm-hmm. and being selfish is not the same thing. I mean, you can't overflow from an empty cup. And you ladies are all about go, 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 like Joy was saying just now. But how do you keep your cup full? How do you keep putting yourself out there for other people and making their dreams come true, but at the same time ensuring that you still also looked after as an individual Mm. and a person because that's so important. So often we live so much for other people Mm. and we get so absorbed in our daily lives and things like that. But, Mm. you know, we tend to forget about ourselves and Mm. we need to be loved and cared for too. Mm. 100% I agree with that. I think um, I'm definitely on a journey on on, on doing better with that. Um, But one thing I have learned is that I do need to take some time out. Often what I do is stepping away from technology because it's so much become a part of our lives um, through work, personal life. So I do take a day when I don't respond to any messages. <laughs> I'm not on my phone. No mm. one can get a hold of me. Um, and I think that's really important to just remove yourself from all the noise mm. um, and do things that you really love that make you happy. If mm. it's a phone call um, with someone that you love, taking a walk. I think one of the things that are really important is your physical health. Because what we tend to do as entrepreneurs is we go, 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 and we don't really take care of ourselves, spend time cooking. I don't really love cooking, but I'm, cooking? I'm learning to. Let's talk about cooking. I just say yeah. the word cooking, cooking. and I, 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 my brain just stop immediately. Yeah, yeah. so I, I <laughs> yes. come from a background where uh, my mom is Nigerian and my dad is Tanzanian. And so there's all these different flavors. And I'm Oh, that must learning. be an interesting kitchen. Yeah, so oh. I'm learning to, to, to start working on making those dishes. So, uh, yeah. and, and can I ask who who's the best chef, mom or dad? My mom, for sure. <laughs> oh, and and what would you say is your ultimate, your mom's go-to recipe, or what is your favorite recipe you love your mom to make for you? Okay, so my mom makes really great Nigerian and East African dishes. So mm. if I was to pick Nigerian dish that she makes, um, it's called fufu. Okay. And ugusi. Okay. That's my favorite. You're gonna have to explain to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> what goes in so there? So, is like um, uh, it's like a pap, but it's made out of um, yam. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's really soft and it tastes amazing. And Yugusi is like the draw stew that's made of okra. It's Ooh, really nice. And it's it's almost sounds like they can go together. They yeah. do go together. On a winter's day. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> When it's very cold yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah. It sounds yeah. like comfort food or a totally. hug in a bowl to yeah. me. Mm. Okay. And uh, Joy, what is happening in the kitchen over there? Sure. Um, I mean, that's hard to compete with. Yeah, it's very hard to compete with. (laughs) So for me, I'm not necessarily the best cook, but I definitely like to savor great meals. Um, So I may not necessarily be the best baker or the Mm -hmm. best cook, but my favorite meals are um, anything sweet. Mm -hmm. I have a really sweet tooth. Um, And for me, I think food makes me happy. So (laughs) if you want to see me smiling, give me something to eat. Mm -hmm. Um, I think one of my favorite um, dishes, I'd say, is a classic malva pudding, if I can put it that way. Jeez, yes. Mm -hmm. You hit also, again, that comfort food spot, right? (laughs) So for me, I think in terms of self-care and just taking a step back and looking after myself as well, it's eating things that make you feel good but are also good for you and healthy. Um, And then also, I think Alison was saying, you know, exercise, stepping away. Um, I love reading. Um, So Mm. one of the ways I absolutely switch off is a good book. Um, And that basically helps me unwind. I think it just gives me a different perspective. Um, It takes away from the technology and the buzz of everything and just stalls me. So, yeah, Mm. I love reading and I love eating. Oh, we could be friends. <laughs> all, all of us. Right. We'll let Alessima bring the food. Yes. You can bring the book and yes. we can be mindful all together. Absolutely. <laughs> now, um, be the difference you want to see in the world. This mm. is often, you know, a line I like to punt there, especially when it comes to the, the act of kindness and the act mm. of giving, you know. And, and I think that's already what you ladies are doing on a day-to-day basis. And that's why you love what you do so much. And the, mm. I think that's why the whole don't pinch me situation <laughs> comes into play on a daily basis but how important do you ladies think it is to give back uh, especially when it comes to a mindful life and yes you did touch on the happiness note Alessima earlier but what would you say is the key to happiness sure I think I wish I knew that (laughs) but I I, I think what's my key to happiness is definitely doing what I love um, and getting to work with people that I love Mm. and getting to share the wins with the people that I love and also the challenges and seeing us overcome those challenges together, mm. I think that's what makes me happy. Mm. Well, Joy's name's just making me happy. <laughs> so is, is there anything you want to add there, Joy? Yeah, I think for me, it's the relationships that you build. Um, I think so many relationships start off sometimes as um, professional relationships. I think of myself and Alessimo. Um, a lot of what we got involved in working together with um, together was because we were giving back. And it was in the space of youth and it was something that we were passionate about. So for me, a key part of happiness is looking at the relationships that you have in your life and seeing how not only you can gain and learn and and grow from them, but how you can also give. And that transcends any space or any environment that you find yourself in. I think it challenges you to grow, but then it also challenges you to make a difference in somebody else's life as well. And that stems from kindness. Some last advice, some let's call it parting advice, right? What is your message you want to leave with any listeners today? Joy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for me it's that it starts with you. So it's very easy to look at opportunities and not have the confidence to apply. But really, all it takes is a moment of just courage. So if you have a dream on your heart, if you have something that you're working on, if there's something that you know really stirs up the fire in you. 
definitely just do it. Um, I think Nike got it right when they say just do it with their slogan. And that's what I would say. Just go for it. Um, because you'll find that there's a whole community of people, people like us, people like the people that we get to work with, who are wanting to see you thrive um, and champion you on. So, yeah, that's oh, what I would that's say. That's giving me goosebumps. <laughs> I mean, is there anything you can add to that? Really? I think she took, <laughs> took it all. <laughs> She's going to say exactly what I was going to say. I'm kidding. Um, I think the only thing I would add to that is I really encourage um, women to really invest a lot in their personal development. I think oftentimes we take those things for granted. Find a community, like Joy said. Be part of a community that you can plug into to grow personally. Utilize the resources that are given to you because those things are meant for you to be able to grow your business. So find a community hopefully you like ours mm. and be part of that and um, I, I really do think that a lot of women have the power within themselves that they're not aware of so go out there and do amazing things and I think Lastly, just to add there as well is linking the paycheck to the purpose is very important. So we live in an environment or in a context where a lot of people can't necessarily maybe afford to completely leave their jobs if they are working. So the side hustle culture is also growing so much more now. So do that. Sometimes that's your avenue into entrepreneurship. Mm. Um, just don't be afraid, but find what it is that you can make a difference in and, and go for it. I think for me, what's important to also add on to that is a vision board. Um, a vision board that. is a layout yeah. to your whole entire life. I'm shocked Joy didn't say that. She's so yeah. big on vision I'm so boards. Big. I'm just loving the fact that all of the answers and the things that we talk about, she is saying. Yeah. So vision boarding, I think vision boarding, manifestation, your words are so powerful. You have no idea. Um, I think that's that's my navigation tool. Um, every time when I'm not sure, your gut feeling tells you. Yeah. But also don't make too risky mistakes. Make calculated risky mistakes. The higher the risk, the higher the reward. So we took really high risk to be where we are today. So you must also understand that following your passion, following your dreams, following what you want to, to, to do where you've got flexibility also mm. comes with other challenges like mm. you may have to sacrifice a lot. You may need to reevaluate your spending habits. But in time, it does get better. And also be patient with the process. Mm -hmm. You're not going to earn what you were earning at corporate. And if you don't have a job and you think entrepreneurship is a solution, um, it, it takes time to get to a place where we're not even there yet. Mm -hmm. I think we're still on the journey to that. We're definitely way better than we were two years ago. <laughs> but it's a process and be kind to yourself. Mm -hmm. You will get there. Have the vision. Have, have the, the words, the manifestation words. And um, practice every day um, on the person you, the, the future person you'd like to be. And eventually you'll find yourself walking in it and pinching yourself and asking yourself <laughs> if it's real. I love the fact that you said patience because, yes, so often we all think a dream needs to happen now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And especially if we have that big dream or that big vision of who we want to be or where we would like to see ourselves. Mm -hmm. But what people, yes, tend to forget at times and that's when the discouragement comes in is mm -hmm. start with what you have and do what you can with what you have. And mm -hmm. you slowly but surely going to see, okay, but now I've done the first step and then the next step and that's where the whole patience things comes in. But yes, yeah. I, I, I really believe in what you ladies stand for. I really wish you all the success. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your extremely busy schedules. But it is as author and motivational speaker Jim Rohn always said, take care of your body. You only have one place to live, but also mm. you only have one life and you need to make the most of it. And for that reason, let's chase our dreams all in the flavor of power, of course. Awesome. <laughs>
Thank you. Thank you. I'm Isabel Hoffman. Thanks for joining me as we journey towards mindful living. Find more at jacarandafm.com. Click on Jackpot.